Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome to episode 20 of the Baseball From Home podcast. I'm Connor McKnight. He's Joe Brand. We're brought to you by the House of L Podcast Network. This is a very special playoff edition. We're recapping game one of the White Sox A's series in the first round of the 2020 playoffs. Game one goes to the White Sox. Four to one the final. Lucas Giolito was mm, so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking one up. Jose Abreu, Adam Engel, and Yasmani Grandal all went yard. We're going to get back through game one. Uh, I've been covering baseball for radio stations in Chicago the last 10 years. Joe's been broadcasting minor league baseball for the last nine. He covers the White Sox and the Cubs for WGN Radio. Find us both on Twitter. I'm at C1McKnight. He's at Joe underscore brand one. Please subscribe, rate, and review the pod. If you've only done two of the three things, make it the trifecta. We would really appreciate it. It helps the pod and helps us get this to people who want to hear about the White Sox and the Cubs. Today, though, just some White Sox. Joe, I mean, Lucas was absolutely fantastic. We were texting during the game, and we were talking about maybe he's not totally on point, but he's making things work. It was like right when that third inning started, he just decided to roll with it. I love the tweet that you pulled out by Jason Stark with three swings and misses the first four innings. Then he's got ten over the last three, five on the fastball, four on the slider, one on the change. It honestly was somewhat of a different Lucas Giolito. I, I felt like we saw that slider so much earlier in the count, so much earlier in the game, and way more than the changeup. But that ended up being so productive for him today, and I think it all comes down to how well he was able to dot that fastball on each side of the plate. Yeah, I don't know that his command was quite with him 100% through the first three innings. There was a there was a fastball middle-middle to Jake Lamb in the third that, I, I mean, it should get crushed, and it didn't. 
His stuff was very good, quite obviously. I mean, the guy is is one of five pitchers to take a no-hitter, to take a perfect game through six innings in the playoffs in Major League Baseball history, the only one to complete it, Roy Halladay. Uh, I was at Kincaid's, I want to say, watching that ball game back in the day. Uh, totally sober, too. But Giolito was absolutely fantastic once he kind of got things back and settled in. And, and Joe, you're right. I... I would love to know, you know, once a guy like James Fegan starts asking questions of Lucas after this game, was the changeup supposed to be a surprise weapon today? Like, was that part of the game plan? Because, you know, you've spoken so high. I mean, everybody does, but you've spoken incredibly highly of the bond that Gilito and, and McCann have. I wonder if those two were like, okay, this is a lineup that's going to go ahead and do this, do that. We can hide the changeup here maybe feature a breaking ball instead, and then go hunting with the changeup we get into this ballgame some. And that's what's astounding because that's what he's had so much success on this year, the fastball changeup combination. A lot of things play into this game with the Sox and A's never facing each other, the Sox heading to the West Coast for the first time this year. Um, hey, let, let's give a lot of credit to Rick Renneria for putting in Lucas Giolito in Game 1 because that was an absolute hit today. I do have something that I disagreed with what he did by bringing Giolito in in the eighth and maybe hanging on to him for another batter, but let's call it both ways because that was an absolute hit today. We we talked about who starts game one for the last month or so, and there could still be some speculation on why to bring in Dallas Keuchel, and it's something I brought up to you earlier. I, I feel dumb for doubting Giolito in, in the slightest bit because he was totally on a roll once that third inning hit. It, that That's the dude's first postseason start. And, okay, maybe it's a day game. Maybe it's in a place with no fans. Maybe the A's have all this pressure to do well in the playoffs because they haven't since 2006. But that dude went up and down that lineup. He looked masterful. He tried something different, and it worked, and he stuck with it. And he's got his team who basically played a regular season game. It, it seemed like that. There were times I felt like this, this is what the Sox have been doing all year long. This is, this is no surprise. But they did it in the playoffs, and that's what matters most. So Ricky Renteria has obviously been taking a task about his, uh, his bullpen management all season long. Really his entire managerial career. That goes back to one year with the Cubs, even though he didn't have a very – well, let's be honest, he had a really horrible bullpen with the Cubs. And, and has had some bad ones with the White Sox too, but – I, he's he's facing this decision going into the eighth of do I let this guy roll because he's been absolutely cruising or do I pull my starter after the seventh of a playoff in a playoff game, a best of three playoff series. This is a tough decision to make regardless of what manager you are, whether you're Tito Francona or whether you're Ned Yost or whether you're Ricky Renneria, right? That's a tough call to make. And I give Ricky credit because even though he made the decision to leave Giolito in, which I probably wouldn't have, he did go Marshall, Bummer, Colome. There wasn't any of this nonsense. There wasn't any getting cute. There wasn't any Rodon here or Jimmy Cordero there. It was Marshall, it was Bummer, and it was Colome. And that is the way you finish a ballgame. When you map out this win, it almost seems like, yep, this is what Rick Hahn wanted to do. You get Tim Anderson, a guy that started from the ground up in this organization, setting the table. You got Jose Abreu, obviously a, a centerpiece of a veteran guy on this roster, going deep. You've got Lucas Giolito acquired in a trade, mowing through hitters to start the game. 
a solid bullpen. You've got your free agents in Grandal going deep, the Alex Colome trade. I mean, everything looked almost perfectly throughout the entire game. I I don't blame Ricky for warming up anybody in the seventh. I think you have to do that there because if, if stuff does start to go wrong, you've got either Marshall or Bummer warming up. But, yes, in the eighth inning, when he starts the count 3-0 to Marcana, I thought that's the first 3-0 count he's had all day, and that's only the third three-ball count he's had. I just think you got to be ready to pull the guy in the eighth inning from the get-go. And I get it. They won. They won by three runs. It was a very, very good game. I'm sure plenty of White Sox fans feel that way too, but you're right. The recipe for success today was basically textbook White Sox playoffs. Everything worked out in their favor because of the decisions they made. I should mention that this episode of the Baseball From Home podcast, just like the 19 before it, are all brought to you by Team Hochberg. I love David Hochberg and the rest of his team. They helped me wrap up the mortgage on my house here in Wicker Park. They were absolutely fantastic. Each and every step of the way along my home buying process, I knew that the financial team at Team Hochberg had my back, regardless of the decisions that I made back and forth. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Fourth with a couple of different houses, I couldn't make a decision. So my realtor helped me through making the decision, and Team Hochberg was like, dude, we got you on the money side. Call them, 855-56-DAVID. Or head to the website at 56david.com. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender. NMLS 1124061. Make a little. Uh, You mentioned uh, the recipe for success here. Evan Marshall threw eight pitches. Aaron Bummer threw two pitches. Alex Colomay threw ten pitches. They're good for game two. Like... That's perfect. That's absolutely wonderful. I, I know we want to stick mostly on game one here and, and leave the forecasting for, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be, you know, late into the thing. This is the reaction podcast. But my goodness, are you in such a wonderful, wonderful spot to go fight the A's in game two? Well, not only that, and I, I want to stay focused on game one for this point. I think Bob Melvin made a very wrong decision going with Jesus Lazardo today. And again, easy to say in hindsight, 
Earlier today on Lawrence's show, he was talking about how solid the A's bullpen is, and maybe that's a reason why Luzardo was started for game one. He might have some of the better stuff in the rotation. We talked about how good their bullpen is. But honestly, why are you going that route for game one? I mean, you you rely on the bullpen in game three, maybe game two. Not sure why you're doing that in game one. And clearly, yes, he's a left-handed starter. The White Sox have so much success on a left-handed starter. I'm I'm not willing to jump all on that statistic right then and there. But honestly, why aren't you going with Chris Bassett, the guy who's been the most successful all year long? I mean, the the White Sox had a real decision with Giolito or Keuchel because you got two different kinds of pitchers there. Giolito is a guy who has never pitched in the playoffs. Dallas Keuchel's won a World Series. Giolito threw a no-hitter this year. Dallas Keuchel's the easy, ground ball, set-the-tone kind of guy. I mean, those those are quality conversations and arguments. But now, Chris Bassett, a guy who's had a good year, who's took taken a little bit to get to this spot, to have a good year, why not go with your best arm in game one instead of a, a guy like Luzardo? You know, I was I went climbing this morning with Kevin Zipak, who's also a Sox fan and does a little radio work himself. He's very good. But he and I were shooting it around this morning trying to just, you know, cool off some of the nerves. I wonder if the A's, like, the, the likelihood of the White Sox dropping from all the way to the one spot to the seven spot as the A's, the Twins, the Rays, they're all trying to set their rotations for the playoff series. The likelihood of the White Sox dropping to the seven spot was pretty slim for a couple of days. I wonder if the A's just kind of played percentages because Bassett wasn't ready for this game. He would have been pitching on, on four days rest. And I don't think you do that in game one. If you have the bullpen the A's have to back up Luzardo when he gets into a little trouble. He should have never been in to pitch to Abreu. That that shouldn't have happened. You go to your bullpen there. The A's didn't. And and that's going to cost them. I, I wonder um, if they'll be quick to go to the bullpen the rest of the way. And I will say this, uh, as far as the A's go and Bob Melvin goes, you know, he went to some big guns in that game, trailing by three and, and then by four after the A's eventually got onto the board. And I, I noticed on Twitter some people were giving um, Melvin and the A's a little grief for going to big guns when you're, you're in a low-leverage situation. I, I think the opposite. You know I mean? Like, you're close. You're within striking distance. You're within a swing at three or four runs, or three and four runs. These This is the way you win ball games if you're the A's. You pitch your good relievers. I think you throw your high leverage guys there. There's you only got to win two games in this thing. You let one get away from you, and it it decreases your chances over and over again. I I don't mind that at all. I think that was the right strategy against this White Sox offense. I totally agree. Not only that, the, the bullpen only coughed up one run to the Sox offense and Grandal's homer. And Oakland's a very good team late in ball games. I I felt like that game was very close at hand in the seventh and eighth innings. I get it, lower leverage situation in that seventh, but. Oakland breaks up the perfect game. They've got a little momentum. Anything can really happen there. And it's still just, at that point, a three-run lead. I mean, the tying run is on deck. So I I don't doubt him at all for bringing in your high-leverage guys in that situation because it's a playoff game, and anything can happen that tight, especially with the track record the A's have had late in games. I want to do one thing each and every playoff pod here on the Baseball From Home podcast. I'm springing this on Joe. Joe has no idea this is coming, so I'll go first. 
I want your unsung hero of the game. It's got to be on the winning ball club. That lets us spread it around a little bit. We don't have to just do a White Sox or a Cub, but it's got to be on the winning ball club. My unsung hero for the day is Yohan Mankata. And I'll tell you why. Even though he came up in big spots and could not drive the baseball and struck out looking with runners on in one spot, he made two plays from third, sorry, three plays from third place. He caught a friggin' rocket and and hoofed it over to first base. The play he makes going to the tarp over to his right in foul territory is a difficult play, and third baseman without his wheels don't necessarily get there. And then the sky high pop-up at, you know, like whatever it is, 2.30 in the afternoon in Oakland is a, yeah, it's a play you make, but it's a difficult play for third baseman. He made all three of them. They were all in really big spots for the White Sox. My heart wants to go with Tim Anderson. He had three hits, three big hits, one of them being the first one of the game. I mean, just kind of just say, hey, guys, I'm back. Let's go. Here we go type thing. Um I was impressed by Luis Robert today. He picked up one hit. There you go. He con- he continued what he had left off in that Cubs series. He made a couple of really nice catches in center field. I mean, we talked about how that slump he had towards the end of the season kind of affected his defense. That did not seem to be the case today at all. He seemed to be the Luis Robert of old. Obviously, he wants more offense from a guy like that, but he's still a rookie. And to groove into the playoffs, picking up a hit shows me he's not totally that downward sliding Luis Robert. That's it for the first episode in the playoffs of the Baseball From Home podcast. White Sox win it. They're up 1-0 on the Oakland A's. Dallas Keuchel and Chris Bassett are the starters for Wednesday afternoon's game. I have that as a 2-10 first pitch. And I, I didn't realize that all the rest of the playoff times are TBD. All the game threes. They haven't even set times for them yet. So it's driving me and my ability to plan anything insane. We will cover the Cubs game one in the same pod tomorrow. So it'll be White Sox game two and Cubs game one. We're going to pack them all together as best we can. Kyle Hendricks gets the ball for the Cubs. Sandy Alcantara goes for the Marlins. Thanks for listening. This is Baseball from Home. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.